Hi, everyone. Welcome to season two of the SEO Behind the Scholars podcast. This season is titled Let's Unpack, and we will be discussing and exploring everyday issues to societal injustices that have impacted us. My name is Zion, and I'm one of the podcast hosts. On this episode, I am joined by Zaylin, India, and Daylin, and we will be discussing our experience growing up in NYC. We hope you enjoy and listen to the end. So I would just like to start off and ask, where is everyone from? Hi, everyone. My name is Aileen, and I'm from the Bronx. Hi, everyone. My name is Daylin. I'm from Brooklyn. Hi, my name is India, and I'm from Brooklyn as well. Hi, I'm Zion, and I'm from Queens. So it looks like we have a little bit of everyone here. What was it like growing up in your neighborhood? Yeah, I would say when living in Brooklyn, for me, it was kind of easy to get everywhere. You kind of almost knew everybody on the block in NYCHA housing as well. And you get to relate with a lot of people. I started off going to charter school, but then I went to public school. So then I started to adapt to other people that were in public school. But yeah, you get to hang out with people who are kind of around the same background as you. For me, so I lived in a couple different places. I always say Bronx because that's mainly where I lived and that's where I went to school, like for kindergarten all the way to eighth grade. So I always say the Bronx. I've lived in Brooklyn for some time and then I stayed in Manhattan for a little bit. So for me, the Bronx was really like a home because my school, I had all my school friends there. So even though where I live, I never felt much community because I moved around so much. I didn't get to know the people that I lived with. But in that area, I was able to move around. I mean, we used to go to the park after school. We used to go to Kennedy Fried Chicken and get pizza, the $1 pizzas. And we would hang out all over 170 in the Bronx. So I would say that's really where I felt the most community. Me personally, I feel as though it was a love and hate relationship with my neighborhood because I did have a lot of friends that lived in the area and it was also really close to my school and my park. So there are always like people I could hang around with. But for the most part, the people on my block, it was like a bunch of like old people. So there weren't people like really coming outside. And even if there were kids, they mostly stayed home. So that was really a struggle. But because my school was so close, I did make like really close friends. So we were able to hang out really often and go to the park together. That's how I originally met one of my best friends. Growing up in my neighborhood, which was Brooklyn, was a very unique just because I recently moved, but it's still in the area of Brooklyn, but the community is very different, and that's how I could really tell that the part of the neighborhood that I was in had a very strong community building. In my first house, it was really quiet and reserved, but I think that's part of the fact because it was dangerous so I I understood why parents didn't want their kids coming out or just talking to their neighbors but in my in my new house which I recently moved to the community is really strong you know who your neighbors are you see people playing music you have kids going out you see their dogs running out and I think that's one of the biggest highlight of my neighborhood because it's almost like a huge family and that's when I realized how important community is because SEO is all about community and collaborativity. So seeing that I could bring that to my neighborhood made me feel like my voice belongs and ultimately like home. Speaking of community, I just wanted to ask you guys, how would you describe the difference between your borough and another borough or another city? To me, the difference between Queens and all the other boroughs in like general 
is that I feel as though Queens is much more diverse. Like you can see people from all over the world, all different countries, you know, really getting together and representing who they are. Like you'll go to Flushing or Woodside and there's just so many different like places you can eat, so many different places you go to that represent all the different cultures and communities. And another difference I noticed is that Queens, per se, is not like the most like city-like. So it's like there's not as much buildings and such. So it's like much more like calmer vibe to Queens. I recently went to PA like a day ago and the community is very different. Like New York versus Pennsylvania. There's a lot more community in New York. In Pennsylvania, it's like really quiet, really chill. I would say like really peaceful. In New York, it's always like loud. You hear like cars going, ambulances, the trains. It's always like fast paced, people walking really quickly. Um, Pennsylvania is more on like the chill side. However, I would say I do prefer New York. It just feels a lot more homey and like it's a lot more diverse, I will say that. And it just feels like there's a lot more people you can talk to. PA is kind of really like laid back and a little too quiet for me. How would I describe the difference between Brooklyn and another place I've lived in? I lived in Colorado and Florida before I came back to New York. So I would say that the difference is like the majority of people that are there. Because in Brooklyn, I see more people of my color and my skin tone. than like in Florida, where I would see more white people, even with transportation it was more difficult to like go to certain places like you can't just go around the corner and get something to eat you would have to drive down multiple blocks just to go to like a supermarket so I see that's like the big difference for me Um, I would definitely say it was different in Florida the energy too because I feel like here I took the subway to school so my mom of course would take me to the subway with my older sister we have the pizza I know that's so like such a New York thing to say but it's true after school I would just grab a one dollar slice and you know go home but when I was in Florida it was heavy on cars the kids were different I would say slang and the way we act and our behavior Like, our natural behavior was different. So, like, having to adapt to a different energy over there. And then when I came back to the Bronx, I guess it's more natural for me. But it's true. And I feel like New York City energy is just different from a lot of other places. So, for the next question, what is your favorite NYC memory? Going to what Zaylin said, I would definitely say the dollar cheese slices. Because you never see that now anymore. I don't know for me, but, like... The cheapest you would get for like a cheese slice is one fifty or two dollars, and like having that one dollar cheese slice is like kind of the staple of New York City. Also, us saying bacon, egg, and cheese quickly to the bodega. Yeah, definitely. Maybe I feel like the pizza used to taste better, and I don't know if it's because it was one dollar. Maybe because it was one dollar, it was like, oh, this is great. But definitely, it was different. I would say for me. One of my favorite memories, when I would get out of school with my friends in, like, 7th and 8th grade, we would always buy an IC in the corner. You know, I always used to have the cocoa on the bottom and the cherry on top. That was my favorite, like, duo. And we had this park we used to go to that was a part of another school. And we would all go to the park, stop by the store, grab a bunch of snacks, play volleyball in the park, basketball. At, like, 7, we all head home together. So I think, like, after school, whatever we would do, hanging out with my friends, that's definitely... One of the greatest memories I had. Definitely for me, one of my favorite NYC memories is actually very recent. It was in February when my school 
took us to see the Tina Turner musical. Um, I really loved the musical and I went with a bunch of my friends and classmates. And after the musical was finished, we went to Times Square and we took a bunch of pictures and we hung out and it was really fun. And for me, a specific memory that I would say really shows New York being collaborative is actually recently when I took my uncle who had never visited New York. So he was coming for the first time and we took him to Times Square so he could see all the buildings. And when we went, we saw a bunch of people dancing. They were talking to one another. People were juggling, doing tricks. Um, and people were just taking pictures. I remember one time I saw like someone holding a snake and they were just talking to one another and having fun. And that was a time when I really saw people, even if they didn't know each other, they were just having fun together and building a really strong sense of community within one another. Also with us New Yorkers, like we mind our business a lot. Like if you see something out of the ordinary, we will just ignore it because it's New York City. You see a whole bunch of weird stuff almost all the time, which is kind of our downfall because we don't really do anything. If we see something suspicious, we just like let it go. We just fly it under the radar because we've been so used to like seeing crazy stuff. But we do know when to jump in when stuff isn't like uh, okay. Like I've seen some people who like don't even know each other, and like let's say someone's getting. Um, picked on or something's happening you would just see a whole crowd of people come and be like hey yo what's going on or something like that to back each other up i would say there's definitely a mix like i've seen where people do mind their business like there's a lot of people with mental health issues and stuff while in nyc as well like that you see on the train station so like i remember i saw a video what was it like last week and there was a girl that was on the train and there was foundation on the floor or something like that and she was just like rubbing the foundation on the floor and then rubbing it on her face i saw a video like that and those kind of things people were like kind of ignore or just record it like i feel like that's super big but like india said i do see new yorkers come together and back each other up when necessary speaking of i would just like to tie it into the next question and that is to you guys, what is your most that's so NYC memory or moment? I would say for me, like the most New York thing that happened to me was, have you ever been like in Manhattan and you know, you see those people in the costumes, like Elmo, Spider-Man and all that other stuff. I remember I was coming from watching a movie in Manhattan and I was with like two of my friends and we were walking to like find the, the train to go home. And he's like, people in the costumes they come up to us they're like come take a photo take a photo i don't know i guess we looked like tourists or something but they came up to us and they're like come take a photo take a photo and we're just like okay and then they like forced my friend to take a photo and then they expected us to pay afterwards which we didn't want to take the photo in the first place but it's like what were you gonna do that's like one kind of New York City moment, like, you know, having those people in costumes walking around, but yeah. My that's so NYC moment would really be whenever there was a fight in my school, it was always really a big thing. You would see people running, screaming, yelling, there's a fight, there's a fight. And one of the most NYC fights I saw was when it was like a block away from the school, it happened after school. And it was a bunch of kids swarming and they were fighting. And then all of a sudden you see a bunch of kids jumping on top of a car trying to see the fight, recording the fight. And that was just really crazy. And for me, 
I just couldn't take it. And I remember going straight home because I really didn't want to get in trouble that day. I'm going to say another moment for me is definitely on the train where people always come in with speakers. Sometimes I've seen people even with like the buckets you get at Home Depot and they're just put on shows on the train. They come in, they do flips over the poles. Sometimes they're like this close to hitting your face and it's like, whoa, but they just put on a whole show for you. So definitely when you're on the subway, expect that there will be a show eventually. Yeah, I was actually going to say something similar to that. I would say just like the subway in general, there's always something to expect. I know like last week there was like a magic trick being done where if you guessed where the like pebble was under three like cups, then you got like $100. And I don't know, they might be a scam as a two, but either way... Two people won, like, $200. So I was tempted to try, but you had to give, like, $100. And then you got the $100 back, but I don't know. But either way, there's always something to expect on the subway. And it's always, like, if you find it weird or rare, then, like, are you really a New Yorker? New Yorkers just tend to, like, mind their own business and be on their phones. But that's always something that screams to me, like, that's so New York. Definitely the bodegas are, like... Not our staple point, but they're one of the staple points. The bodega is where everyone goes in the morning. Like, if you're late to school, go to the bodega. Right after school, go to the bodega. Um, You have the, in the bodegas, you get, of course, you always need a food and a bev because you don't have a bev. People make fun of you in New York. Um, And then you have the bodega cat walking around. You have salsa music playing always in the bodega. So I definitely, they're one of our staple points. And for our last question, I would just like to close up and say, if you could describe NYC in one word, what would it be and why? I would definitely say, like, a melting... I'm sorry if you hear... You see, you hear motorcycle. New York is never quiet. That should be one of the words I would describe New York. We're never quiet. You would always hear something from New York. Either you would hear music blasting. Like, you would always hear music blasting somewhere, especially in the summertime. You're either going to hear some Hispanic music playing somewhere, either some reggae or soca. If you're like in Flatbush, you would hear that. But yeah, you just you would just hear a whole bunch of music playing. You would never, if you don't hear any music playing, then you're probably not in New York. <laughs> like, we're just loud. That's just how we are. But my main word I would say is we're definitely like a melting pot for different cultures and a whole bunch of stuff to happen. Because you have a whole bunch of, as I said before, you would hear Spanish music playing. And then as you drive down even more, you would hear, like, children playing in the, like, in the sprinklers and stuff. Then you hear Caribbean music playing. There's so much happening and so many different cultures together, which, like, I really love. Because being off in Colorado and Miami, it was so different. Like, you would just, it was, it was quiet. You would hear nothing. And it was just weird. You wouldn't see a whole bunch of people who look like me, but I would call New York City a melting pot. For me, I would definitely say adventures. Like, it's an adventure in New York City. Like we were saying before, you always see the unexpected. Either if you're on the train, even walking down the street, like, something can happen. New York City kids are definitely different, for sure. We're very bunker, we're loud. We like to have a good time. Um, so I would say it's always an adventure. Like, something is always happening somewhere in New York City. Like, there's never nothing happening. If I could describe NYC in one word, it would definitely be dynamic. I mean, New York is just so different. You'll encounter so many different people and there's just so many different things to do. The city is always so lively. You always meet new people. 
and there's always an amazing atmosphere in New York City wherever you go. And despite the stereotypes about how New York can be really mean, it's genuinely an amazing place. And there's so many nice people and so many things you can do. Now, if I can describe New York City in one word, I would use unexpected just because you truly do not know what you're going to see when you walk out of your house. Um, And I think a good element of New York City that really captures this perspective is the subway system in New York City. It's really odd, sometimes scary, but it's truly like you don't know what you're going to see when you go on the subway station. You can either see people dancing, you see people playing their songs, you see people doing magic tricks. The other day I was in the subway and I saw people like doing these tricks with like a ball and a cup. I'm not sure what it's called, but it was really, really strange. But it's also kind of what brings people together because people are always curious to figure out what it is. Um, but even that, when you leave the subway station and you're just walking to get another train, you see a bunch of people playing the guitars or playing the drums or doing backflips. So there's always something happening while you're going to train to train. So you think it, it would just be the subway system would just work as a form of transportation, but that is far from what it really is. It's literally like, I like to say it's like a mini city inside New York City because there's just so much going on. And you never really know what really is happening. But I think that's also part of the fact what brings people together and what makes New York City, New York City. So that is why I would call it unexpected. Now, with all of this said, we are able to capture a little bit more about everyone's New York City experiences. And thank you for tuning into the first episode of our second season, Growing Up in New York City. We hope that you were able to relate to our stories, even if you did not grow up here. Lastly, please make sure you follow our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Pandora. Thanks for listening and stay tuned till the next episode.